To watch this on YouTube, search Steepcast episode 25. When I was a kid growing up snowboarding on the mountains, I was having a ton of issues with understanding the brand The North Face. Uh, we'll talk about that in this week's main topic, but right now we have some steep news to get to, guys. Welcome back. This is Steepcast episode 25. And the chocolate is hot. Steve Cast reporting for you live from the top of Mount Blanc. Snow missed me, making you miss me. Cause I'm hucking a dub 12, I'll throw it into a misty. I'm a hunter, knuck a huck a motherfucker. Submissions for the Tardiflet Games Real Ski are closed, and we received 26 entries. That's absolutely mind blowing. 26 people took the time to edit video to submit to this competition. We will be showing everyone's videos. So starting next weekend, July 4th and 5th, we will show you all 26 entries. That's right, American independence can wait because this year, July 4th is all about the real ski. We will have two videos with 13 runs each back to back that weekend. And then the following weekend on the 11th, we will show you the top six videos. Not to mention, we will be joined by Steep Steep as a guest judge who will give commentary on those six runs and we will reveal the fan vote winner as well. So stay tuned to the channel because Real Ski will be coming to you next weekend. And for those of you who have been dragging your feet and haven't submitted to Check My Stees 10 yet, what are you waiting for? Submissions close tonight at midnight. As always, you can submit those Check My Stees lines to YouTube or the Check My Stees Discord page, and the link to join that Discord page is down below in the description where it always is. I have been recording my Check My Stees 10 runs. Uh, Mitch. Are you kicking me or are you keeping me? Because if I had to pick, I would kick me. I would have kicked me two weeks ago when I said that I was going to submit. This is bad. Well, I'm going to keep you around for now. It's uh, it's definitely something. It might not be a winner, but it's an entry. Yeah, everyone who sees this video, just remember, we do have the steep cast and the Tardiflet games and all those other things that I am decent at. Uh, just disregard this Check My Steez video. This is not a representation of the Nick and Mitch brand. This is a representation and a peek behind the door of how pitiful I am at playing Steep. Well, luckily I don't ask you to record background footage for Steepcast, and this week the footage comes from Freeskier, so thanks for sending it over. Yes, thank you, because we all know that I cannot. All right, enough of this. It's time for the Reddit Roundup! Our first submission this week comes from Dark Sapra, and it says the one race where you can't get the gold shows his thousands of attempts, all of those different lines, to try and beat this challenge and get the gold medal. He gets to about the 25 second mark and then wipes out as the gold medal ghost just flies past him as it happens in any race. And in the comments, he said after five hours, he finally got the gold, so congratulations. Five hours? Oh my god, I would have broken my system by then. It would have been in pieces in the garbage can. Our next post comes from user Thickboy. Oh, that's actually my cousin. My username is Smallboy. So my brother Thickboy over here was threading the needle last week, coming in with some huge jumps, gorgeous, and then manages 
to get the cleanest hole-in-one through the rock formations. This was just smooth as silk. I watched this video maybe 10 times before recording. But that was an awesome little line. We'll follow up that threading of the needle with a hole-in-one from NumNuts420 who hits the ramp, pulls off a tail grab, and then just squeezes through, hits the skis off of the rocks, and then sticks the landing. Yeah, I tried to do something like that with my Check My Steez submission, and one of my skis uh, went off to Timbuktu. I think it shot maybe three miles away from the rock that I was trying to just dink with the back of the tail. We have a screenshot from user Cake of him paragliding, and, and it's another one of those hugging the sun pictures where the parachute is just perfectly circling the radius of the sun. Wonderful. I love all of these timing shots, playing with the sun. Those lighting effects give you so much to work with when you're doing videos and screenshots. Hats off to everyone. These never get old. And finally, we have a cross post from Exposition End that says, if you've done the Lumberjack Challenge, you'll understand, and I do, because I hit so many of those trees in the challenge, and seeing it done in real life is crazy, especially with that stabilized GoPro that we talked about last week. And of course, the guy hits his head on a branch at the very end. That was also a feature of my Check My Steez 10, specifically the branch hitting my head. And thanks to everyone who submitted their content on Reddit r slash steep. But now it's time to get into whatever Nick was cooking up at the beginning of the episode. So welcome to the main topic this week. Uh, we didn't have anything really planned out. The game isn't doing any special events or running anything that we haven't already talked about yet. So... That kind of leaves us to our own discussions. So this is going to be Mitch and I just kind of sharing stories of our childhoods and when we were actively, you know, routinely skiing and snowboarding up in Pittsburgh. And even though we've been friends since about high school, we never went skiing or snowboarding together. So these will be stories we're hearing for the first time. Yeah, that still boggles my mind that we have been doing steep content and stuff for three years now. And this has turned into, I mean, it's on par with hockey. And we played on a hockey team for two years or something uh, for our high school together. So at least we have ho shared hockey memories. But you know, three years of work in a video game with snowboarding, and we have yet to get up on the mountain together. That's a little weird. Well, one of these years in our adulthood, I'm sure we'll get skiing and snowboarding together. And of course, we'll record it because it will be a mess. Oh, yeah, it's going to be real gross. So what I was talking about at the top of the video was my confusion with the brand North Face when I was in elementary school. So fourth or fifth grade was when we started taking school trips uh, once a week up to the mountain to go snowboarding. And every time I went up there, I never had the name brand equipment with any of my stuff. But when we got to the mountain, I would see people with jackets that said the North Face on them. And in fourth grade, I had no clue what the North Face was. I didn't know that it was a brand. I thought they were talking about the North Face of the mountain. Like that was your pass to go and ski on the north side of the mountain. So I was terrified for like four or five years when I was starting out 
to go on the North Face. And people, my friends would be like, hey, yo, let's go ski one of the slopes on the North Face. And I would get real nervous, like Ski Patrol was gonna come and remove me from the premises, remove me from the resort, because I didn't have a North Face jacket telling them that I was allowed to be on the North, on the North Face. That was it. That was my story. I just thought of that the other day, how silly I was as a little kid, you know, never saw the brand before. And that's what I just assumed was stay away from the North Face because you don't have a jacket that says North Face. Therefore, you're not good enough. I always remember being afraid of the North Face at Seven Springs, too, because it was definitely the steeper side of the mountain. Most of them were black or double black diamonds. So, I mean, I kind of was scared of the name North Face because I thought it was spooky until I started skiing it. And then once I got to the point I would bomb straight down the Black Diamonds, it wasn't as much of an issue. Well, that North Face was kind of terrifying because they didn't have a lot of lights on some of those trails. So you'd be going, going, you know, you're at the top of the mountain, everything's fine, you can see everything. And then it's nine o'clock at night, they're turning on the snow machines and oh, by the way, there are no lights on this trail. So you're just in the darkness in the woods while there's a blizzard going on because they're making snow for that night. Uh, the North Face was a terrifying place until I would say 10 or 11th grade in high school when I was like, oh, these are just other trails. They're just different trails on the other side of the mountain. It also was one of the icier sides of that mountain, so oftentimes you would just be downhill ice skating from top to bottom and couldn't really turn left or right. Oh, that was the scariest thing when you lost your edge because it was just a sheet of ice. Uh, the North Face was also where I had my half pipe incident, where I was in the middle of the half pipe, didn't realize how tall the walls were on a super like an X Games half pipe or a Dutor half pipe. Uh, and I freaked out and everyone on the North Face was prepared to do the half pipe. And there's fifth grade Nick just scooting his way down the center, you know, in between the two walls of the half pipe. Because I was, I could see the resort, I could see the lodge, and I knew that I was close to getting a hot chocolate. So I didn't care who I was disturbing. I was just happy to be off of the North Face. You have, any, you have any good stories from the North Face or the South Face of Seven Springs? Well, the South Face was the easier side to ski down. It did have some challenging hills too, though. I could hit any hill at Seven Springs on skis, but when I switched to snowboard, it became much different. The first time I went down a trail, I fell, I think, 30 times over the two miles it took to get back down. And then I distinctly remember the Wagner slope, oh, which yeah. is the just flat or straight flat slope that goes right down. It was a blue, blue square. So about a medium challenge. And it was my first time considering going down one of those on a snowboard. I thought I had finally mastered turning and slowing my speed and stopping. So I went over the crest of the hill, got about 20 feet down stopped, took my snowboard off, walked back up, and then went down Deer Pass Trail, which was the green, because I was not going to be able to handle that. Now, a lot of those trails on the south side, too, are, some parts of them are very flat. Like, it's like a slowdown. You know, they give you 200 yards or whatever to slow yourself down before you continue with the speed. And I remember one of my ski friends was saying, oh, come on over, let's do this trail today. I said, all right, cool, with my snowboard. And we make it down the hill, you know, from the lift gate, going through all the paths that I'm used to, and then they veer off into the woods. 
and it was just like a cross-country ski trail of flatness. And I'm sitting there with my snowboard. I'm like trying to bounce like the, you know, the guy does in the game trying to get speed. And it was just flat. I wasn't going anywhere. So I had to unbind my feet and walk my stupid snowboard the whole rest of the way through that 200 yard gap or whatever. I felt like the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah, the whole top of that mountain isn't very good if you're a snowboarder because it's just too flat to get any speed. I would often have to go behind my dad and hang on to his ski poles while he pushed off with his skis. And that was when I was about 14, so it wasn't when I was a young kid. I just <laughs> couldn't get anywhere on that snowboard. Did you ever hit any of the trick parks at Seven Springs? Or at least ever just ride through them? I would go through them occasionally. The one racetrack that I used to race on went right next to the terrain park that was over on the north face so I was comfortable kind of riding through that one. They had a kind of a kiddie one and a learn to trick park that I hit several times up where uh, when I was doing some ski school we actually learned how to hit some of those jumps so I was always fond of finding the man-made jumps on the trails and just kind of hitting those off to the side. I think I hit a 180 once, which was a big deal. And also one of those rails, as soon as I touched it, I fell on my face. So I do want to go back and learn how to freestyle ski. I think I'm ready for it now, but not too sure. Oh, look at Mr. 180 over here. I bet you you planted that sucker. Yeah, that kitty park was mainly where I would you know, claim that I was a trick rider and I was doing snowboard tricks and stuff. Uh, I went one time on skis. I went with a girlfriend at the time and put the snowboard aside because she wanted to ski and I remembered all of those flat parts. So I said, screw it, you know, let's go skiing for the first time ever. And we also played hockey and stuff and I know it doesn't correlate exactly, but I kind of understood how to navigate skis better than a snowboard my first time. Uh, we went to that trick park, and it was my third or fourth run down. I felt pretty comfortable on skis. I'm like, I'm gonna go hit a box. I hit a box, didn't realize how slippy it was, did a split, and ripped my pants through the crotch as I was split sliding down this box. I must have hit a snag or something. But how embarrassing to be on skis for the first time with my girlfriend and her family and our third run of the day, fourth run of the day, I tear my freaking snow pants on a box that was meant for kids. I think I was like 18. Yeah, those things were brutal, and I just looked it up. That park was called Arctic Blast at Seven Springs, where Oh, that it was is it, great, Arctic Blast! <laughs> where it's a great area to get a feel for terrain park features with some progression features built in, so. It was kind of like little rollers built into the snow. I think you could go through almost like a sewer tube where you had to crouch down and go through it. So it taught you how to use some of that stuff. But now Seven Springs is pretty big on terrain parks. I didn't realize they have a street park feature that is modeled after some Pittsburgh streets. And then of course they've got that North Park with the half pipe. They just added a super pipe and a lot of bigger jumps that you would see in the X Games over by the that one parking lot. So they got a lot going on now. What in the hell? Seriously? I haven't, I mean, granted, I haven't been up there to ski in probably 10 years, 
but I remember when we were in high school at some point, the Dew Tour finally started treating Seven Springs as a qualifier, a house, you know, complex for the qualifiers. And I know Tom Wallace does a couple events every year. Uh, he has some annual trick events that he does real close to the foggy goggle up on that side. Yeah, they have been becoming one of the most well-known terrain park resorts on the East Coast, which is impressive. Yeah, it's great that they're all getting involved in the tricks on top of just the skis. That's nice to see that transformation. Tom Wallace does have his Steel City Showdown there. He just had that this year. And I remember they used to bring in an airbag where you could practice landing after those mega jumps. So I always wanted to hit one of those. Hopefully they'll bring it back and maybe that'll be a video for us. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll sit down in the airbag. You can go off, pull off a patented Mitch 180 and then uh, land in that airbag and shoot me to kingdom come. That would be hilarious. That'd be great content. Well, I think we rambled enough to call that a main topic. You think so? I'd say so. We gotta save some of those stories. Sweet. Let's head on over to the weekly challenge. We got a ton of great pictures in last week's weekly challenge, and we have quite a few this week for the theme summertime. So we're gonna stick with the slideshow theme. The following pictures are from Nicola, Free Skier, Kahoot Guy, and Slightly Burnt Pad Thai. Loving those pictures to kick off the first weeks of summer. Next week's topic for the weekly challenge is Sled Gang. And the following week, it will be In the Shadows from Free Skier. You can submit those pictures in our Discord channel with the link down below. We have a thread just for your weekly challenge submissions. And we also have a thread dedicated to our questions and answers, which we are heading to right now. We'll start off with an easy one, dip our toes into the water here. Uh, this one came to us today from Smash. He says, it might not be a popular question, but what other games do you guys play or just enjoy? My go-to games outside of Steep are Rocket League, Fortnite, and NHL 20. I just beat The Last of Us 2 and I highly recommend it if you've got a PlayStation. Probably one of my top games, if not the top game of all time. Yeah, we have a lot of overlap here. Uh, Fortnite, Rocket League, Battlefront 2. We've been playing a lot of that since it was free on the PlayStation Store this month. Uh, Call of Duty every now and then. My girlfriend really likes playing zombies, so we'll just play zombies for hours and hours. Uh, but I have really been getting into racing games. The Supercross, uh, Monster Energy Supercross game that's broken as hell and plays like butt. Uh, I played that for a while. I really liked the dirt physics. And then the next month they released a free game that was, I think it was Dirt Rally. And that's like car racing on dirt. And I really, really enjoy driving games, especially on dirt. 
Well, and we also have a ton of games that we share that we don't play as often anymore, like GTA, Red Dead, all of those Rockstar games that we have downloaded. I mean, we put more hours into GTA than I think any other game. We abused that thing until what? What came out and filled the spot of GTA? Honestly, I think Steep took over for a while because we made a ton of videos in Grand Theft Auto and our last big ones came out just before Steep happened, so that was the last time we really made a ton of videos in Grand Theft Auto, but we still go back to it every now and then. I can't wait to see it on the next gen with the remastered GTA 5. I mean, it's the third time, second or third time it's been remastered, but I'm still getting really excited over playing that on PS5. So yeah, Smash, no worries. That was a fantastic question. We had another one from Free Skier. This is a, wow, a six-parter. Uh, we'll start with one. If one sport could be removed and replaced, what would be removed and what would be the replacement? Sorry, sled gang. I'm removing the sled for a snowmobile. Yeah, I can see that. I would have no objections to that. I would want one of those... Um, ski scooters or ski we talked about it like three or four episodes ago but it's like the three skis and you sit on it like a tricycle and i don't think that i would need to remove the sled i think i would get rid of the speed riding with the skis and the parachute i've never found like a great use for that other than the challenges that were made for it like I'll go explore every once in a while using it, but I'm never like, oh man, I can't wait to use the speed riding sport. Like, eh, it's just there. Actually, I might have to change from sled to a base jump. I just forgot that existed in the game and kind of not too much of a point with the wingsuit. Ooh, that's a really good call. Yeah, I might switch mine to base jumping too. You're just jumping off of things. There's not much else to it. Just go huck yourself off of something and hope you pull that shoot. Part two of the question was, what are our opinions of photo mode? And I think we can maybe skip this or just hit it real quick because we've talked about this in the last two or three. Uh, it's kind of broken. We would like to see it improved, but Mitch, go ahead and add whatever else. Yeah, I'm glad they have a photo mode, but they could add a ton more. Not to hit it too much, but The Last of Us 2 photo mode is overwhelming with the options. It's almost like having Photoshop in the game. We'll start another podcast for The Last of Us 2 next week. Uh, free Skiers, third question. Are the drag mechanics in this game good? Yeah? I mean, they work. They're not really mechanics. You can pull off a drag, so it would be cool if you could have more control over your free hand when you're not doing a grab. Yeah, very true. Um, four. What other speed should be added to replay, or is it fine as it is? I, for one, would really like to be able to toggle the slow motion more than just the button click. Like, I hate using the first, you know, the middle slow motion, or the first slow motion, and then having to jump into the slow to get back to the regular. You have to cycle linearly through all three of them to get where you want. I wish I could take my D-pad or something and just speed it up and slow it down manually. Agreed with that, and also a super, super, super slow-mo, talking the slow-mo guys slow-mo. Yeah, exactly. And the game could make use of, you know, if it's ported over to PS5, if they make use of the haptic triggers up on the DualSense controller, that might be a great mechanic for that photo mode to slow stuff down. It gets a little harder to push it down the slower and slower you get until you're deep in the matrix with Gavin and Dan and uh, you're taking up, you know, one terabyte of data for every 10 seconds of film you record. 
Number five. If the Rockies were added to Steep, would you prefer backcountry or having certain resorts featured and backcountry? It's time to add a fully functioning resort to the game, and with the Rockies, you've got so many just in Colorado, like Steamboat Springs, Vail, or Aspen. It's definitely time to step it up. We need a hub in-game where you can go walk around and meet people. We, we need more Club Penguin features in all video games. Club Penguin went away, it came back during the quarantine isolation period, and it's going to go away soon, and we don't have a lobby-based game like that to take its place. We need more Club Penguin on the Mountains of Steep. And lastly, number six, is the water dynamic good? And he added in parentheses there, Pond Skim Party. I am all on board with the pond skim party idea. One of my favorite things to watch at Seven Springs. And it would be cool if they could have some more like splashing when you hit the water. And I think we could do a tournament similar to a pond skim just on the ice. You know, you do something fun right before you hit the ice and then you skate across the ice. I think that could be fun, but there would need to be like a snowmobile or some kind of uh, pulling mechanism you know, so you can rip people across the pond so they can get fast really quick instead of just bombing down the hill. I would love to see a pond skim in-game. I think that would be ridiculously fun. And finally, we have a question from Pollo Loco, who I promised it would be the featured question this week since we skipped it. So part one is, what is our favorite spot and favorite trick in Steep? Well, I'm a broken record here. My favorite spot is all of Japan. I don't have like a number one favorite spot. If I had to pinpoint like an exact location, it would be the Tartiflette cheese wheels or the big Ram statue. Some of those Easter egg, I love seeing those in the game and seeing those nods that just stay there. They're like relics. Uh, and as far as trick goes, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it's a backflip. And my favorite spot is going to be the Asahi Snow Park where we just did the knuckle huck because I think the knuckle was fantastic and the whole trick park is great. And favorite trick is the backflip. Hey, you guys ask these questions and both of us answer with the same thing every single time. I ask Mitch, he says an answer, and then I say, yeah, I agree, totally same. It's This is what you get when you listen to two friends who have been together for 10 years. And with that, the next question is, how would you describe Steez for yourself? I'd say it's not what Nick did for Check My Steez 10. <laughs> yep, accurate. I don't even know if you can fully define Steez. It's just whenever you see something and it makes you go, ooh. Yeah, Steez to me gives me an ASMR reaction. That goosebumps, clench your fists, and tighten up your butt because you just saw something that you can't comprehend and you don't know why, but you need more of it. So that's what I'm gonna be watching for. I want one of these real skiers to blow me out of my seat. And you know, we're, we're gonna be filming those top six on camera. So I very well may be leaving my seat, hopefully more than once through that competition. But that's Steez to me, is just curling up in a ball like Mitch said and just going, ooh, just it's dirty. Steez is just the absolute inclusion of every aspect of the game. Your timing, your location, your camera angles, your music, all of that stuff has to play together and come together and work in perfect harmony to create those Steez moments. 
And finally, he asked who is the craziest of all of the chickens. Oh, come on, that's an easy one. He didn't even have to ask. He already knows the answer. The craziest of all of the chickens is Hey Hey from Disney's Moana. Love you, Polio. Even though I haven't seen Moana yet, I fully agree. Thank you, everyone, for all of the questions, submissions, and background footage for this week's Steepcast. Episode 25 is wrapped up, but the one thing that hasn't wrapped up yet this month is Real Ski. That'll be coming to you next weekend, July 4th and 5th. We will be showing all 26 riders, all 26 videos in full before we sit down with Steep Steep, record our faces, and come at you with the top six where we will crown the Real Ski Champion. The first ever Steep Tartiflette Games Real Ski Champion. You can find us on Twitter at Nick or Mitch. You can join our Discord with the link down below. And of course, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these Steepcast episodes or the Tartiflette Games. Thanks for sticking around for 25 straight weeks to listen to Mitch and I shoot the shit on a Monday afternoon. This has been Steepcast episode 25. I'm Nick. And I'm Mitch. And we'll see you on the slopes. This show is brought to you by the Nick and Mitch Network. To start your own podcast, head to nickandmitch.com slash podcasts.